Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Scary Mysteries, Twisted News. 90-year-old loses $32 million to a scam. An Indiana serial killer victim. Terrifying cases of true crime and strange events. Every week, Twisted News dives into two mysterious and scary cases currently happening in our world. This week, we'll tackle the shocking case of a 90-year-old woman who lost much of her fortune to scammers in the latest developments on Indiana's serial killer victim. Get ready for Scary Mysteries Twisted News. Number 1. 90-Year-Old Woman Loses $32 million. In April of 2021, a 90-year-old woman from Hong Kong was conned out of $32 million by phone scammers who were posing as Chinese authorities. Police reports indicate that this was the city's biggest phone scam ever to have been pulled off. Sad to say, it happened quite seamlessly and without resistance. It began in the summer of 2020. Criminals contacted the unnamed elderly woman living in one of the ritziest neighborhoods in the city. They pretended to be Chinese public security officials. Considering who was on the other line, the prospect accepted the call. She was told that her identity had been involved in a serious criminal case that had been investigated back in the mainland. The swindlers went on to instruct her that she needed to transfer money from her bank account to the ones held by the authorities who were investigating the issue. The purpose would be for safekeeping and an audit. A police report indicated that several days after the call was made, a person arrived at the house of the target. He brought with him a dedicated mobile phone and SIM card, which he used to communicate with the fake government agents. Together, they persuaded the old lady to make a total of 11 bank transfers. In the span of over five months, the unknown wealthy woman gave the sum of around 30 million USD to the scammers. The deceptive scheme only came to light when the victim's domestic helper, who was staying with her, noticed that something suspicious was happening. Not knowing what to do, she decided to call her employer's daughter, who confirmed that indeed the matriarch had been scammed. They immediately alerted the police. Since then, investigators arrested a certain 19-year-old individual on charges of fraud. The accused has since gotten out on bail, although it wasn't specified. 
A report surmised that the arrested individual could probably be the con man who turned up at the lady's house. Further investigations were made, and is yet to be found out if the scammed Hong Konger was able to retrieve her money, or if there's still hope that she could recover at least some of the amount. Number 2. Unknown Indiana Serial Killer Victim Identified In April of 2021, authorities announced that they have already identified the human remains found at a northwestern Indiana farm. This person was one of the many victims of the late serial killer Larry Eiler. Eiler was one of the many notorious killers who struggled with their homosexuality. Born and raised in Indiana, he grew up in a troubled household, wherein most of his stepfathers would tease and abuse him, and this affected his schooling and social life. Those who knew him were somehow unaware of the internal battles he fought as he coped with his emerging homosexual tendencies. In a later confession, he even said that sometimes he would go as far as to punish himself just for being gay. He never got the chance to finish his education. He hopped from one place to another. In 1978, he went to Terre Haute, Indiana, where he worked odd jobs. There, he stabbed a young hitchhiker named Craig Long because Eiler said he wouldn't give in to his sexual advances. The victim survived. Eiler was then arrested, pleaded guilty, and given a measly fine for $43. Several years later, Eiler stabbed another man named Jay Reynolds, who died this time. The man's death was later attributed to him based on the confession that Eiler gave afterwards. Reynolds would be the first among the many victims of Eiler's killing spree. Almost a year later, a young man named Delvoid Baker was found dead, his body dumped on the roadside north of the interstate highway. It didn't take long before another male adolescent named Robert Foley was discovered, murdered, and abandoned outside of Joliet, Illinois. Emboldened by the fact that his acts were left unpunished, in October of 1982, he lured 21-year-old Craig Townsend. He drugged, tied, and savagely beat the man. He was left naked and fighting for his own life, and he luckily survived the assault. Less than two weeks later, 19-year-old Stephen Crockett was abducted. His body was discovered abandoned in a cornfield in Kankakee County. Autopsies revealed that Crockett suffered the same fate of being beaten and stabbed to death. Eiler celebrated the Christmas of 1982 by kidnapping and killing a barman named John Johnson. The 25-year-old was found dead in a field outside Belshaw, Indiana. The serial killer then chose to end the year with a bang. First was 21-year-old John Roach, whose body was found close to Interstate 70, and the second was Stephen Agin, who was found tied up and lifeless along a road in Newport, Indiana. Eiler continued to commit murders in the early parts of 1983. Around that summer, he moved to Indianapolis to cool things off as police had began working on pinning down the culprit they referred to as the Interstate Killer. His arrest nearly came 
on September 30, 1983, when police spotted the killer's Ford truck parked on the side of Interstate 65. An officer then saw two men, one of them being Eiler, walking towards the woods. He noticed that his companion was bound. When questioned, the captive man said that the other was making homosexual advances towards him. Both were eventually arrested, with Eiler on charges of soliciting the sexual services of the young man. While detained, authorities informed him that he had become a suspect in the series of murders committed on the interstate highway. However, since they had no evidence to tie him up in the investigation, he was eventually set free. Barely a week later, six more dead bodies turned up. Meanwhile, the police were working on his truck, hoping that evidence against him would turn up. They found several traces of blood inside. Forensic analysis were also able to match Eiler's lifestyle to that of the psychological profile they made of the highway murderer. Authorities also managed to track down Townsend, who identified him as his attacker in 1982. While the investigation was underway, more and more bodies were found, one of them belonging to Daniel Bridges. Bridges was dismembered and parts of his body were placed inside trash bags. The killer was finally arrested and put on trial. He subsequently was found guilty of Bridges' murder and sentenced to death by lethal injection. While awaiting his execution at the Pontiac Correctional Center in Illinois, he died from complications due to AIDS on March 6, 1994. Before his death, though, Eiler signed a written confession in which he claimed responsibility for killing 21 people, all of whom were male. While many of these victims were identified, unfortunately, some remained unknown. That's why the news that came in this April of 2021 brought relief to the families of one victim. In a statement, the Newton Coroner's Office in Indiana identified an unnamed victim as John Ingram Brandenburg Jr. of Chicago. Though no age was given, the man was among the latest to be ID'd by the police. This identification came to be with the collaboration of Indiana authorities and the nonprofit group called DNA Doe Project. The company uses genetic genealogy to find a match of a particular DNA profile with a nearest relative. Brandenburg's family had already been contacted. Meanwhile, the Indiana State Police has yet to release more information on the case. So there were two of the most disheartening and horrifying stories around. The world can be a crazy place, and Twisted News is sure to show you why. If you guys enjoyed watching this video, then please subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell. We have new videos coming out every single week that we know you guys will want to check out. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you soon. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. 
And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.